assassins. <laughs> oh no! We detonated. Right. Let's get this going and bring me in here. Where is Dave? There he is. Hey everybody! Right. Uh, Star Trek: The Original Series, uh, Season One, Episode Twenty Eight: The City on the Edge of Forever is over and has been since 1967. But we're just getting started here on Live Long and Podcast, talking about the original series in our weekly original series revisit podcast. Uh, uh, we're joined here with my dad, Ted, and uh, joining here uh, on the same camera, Jeff, but sort of frozen. Uh, we also have here in studio with me, Jody Simpson, one of the first in-studio guests here on Live Long and Podcast. I am honored. Yes, very honored. I hope there will be a plaque erected for me later. <laughs> And we have two very special guests coming to us uh, from the backyard. Uh, we have Karen Rondeau and Adam Woodward. Welcome. We're okay. neighbors. We're neighbors. That's Adam's house back there. Okay. Excellent. I might drop by on that pool later. Absolutely. Looks refreshing. Yes, we kept him awake many nights when I've been down there. Never. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Jeff looks like he just woke up. He, he looks like he's, yeah, like it's like a photo yeah, he's out like, of Jeff or yeah, something. It looks like a student ID card. <laughs> I was taking I took a, uh, a post-work nap, as, uh, as a postman needs to do. Well, you do burn off a lot of energy. Assassins! <laughs> you! What is planet it? is this? All right, so we're here to talk about the city on the edge of forever, a personal favorite of mine. But we're here to go around the panel and maybe you know see if there's some if this is as well received as it's remembered. Now, this is considered by many to be their favorite episode of the original series. I consider myself maybe to be among those. I think Mirror Mirror maybe slightly outweighs this one for me. But uh, we're gonna go around. Hey, and Jody, uh, yes. we kind of already chatted, so I don't want to bury the lead, but. Uh, yeah. You're not necessarily as sold on this episode. No, so I, I'm I, not. Maybe we want to temper our enthusiasm. I, I think the love, early. the love for this episode comes by having Joan Collins in it. That's it. <laughs> and and William Shatner being charming. He was charming. He was so charming. Uh, I'm not a girl, <laughs> even though I may have a girl's name. Adam, what do you think of this episode? <laughs> this is this is one of my top favorites. Top five for sure. And, you know, as a kid, I remember them leaping through that, the arch, and uh, just that, that memory of that. And it was, I watched it again yesterday, just the to portal. get back into it. The portal. Guardian of Forever. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I, I love that uh, Captain Kirk uh, was emotional, was, was, you know, almost didn't make the right call. You know, you could see yeah. it challenge with it so it was uh interesting there and then you know even even uh spock's concern you know oh, oh geez he kissed her and he walks back into the bedroom and... <laughs> yeah edith keeler must die <laughs> keeler must die is the whole premise of this episode in the big moral quandary because uh they get quite the budding romance going i was happy when edith killer died <laughs> keeler went yes okay uh, i was okay with it Dad and Jeff, we haven't heard from you yet. So uh, let's, Dad, first. Uh, the city on the edge of forever. You know, like, is this one of your personal favorites as well, or are you more of a in the yeah. middle or a detractor? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a classic. 
it's a classic. Uh, although I, um, um, yeah, that, that they go to that planet, but it's funny that it doesn't seem like they ever warned anybody about this place. Go back and change history and eliminate. Like if the Klingons could ever get this, they could eliminate the Federation by going through this, right? Yeah, right. You just so it's a kind you, of a you can eliminate the Federation that, that by planet. accident. Uh, just by well, they almost they almost made the Federation German. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, which is also the second episode they did actually too. Yes, yeah. this is this is a reoccurring theme because um, they needed the set. Star Trek Online. I was playing some Star Trek Online, and there's a mission that you can do that I, I don't know if it's new, but it seems like it's new. But they take you to that same planet where this episode they go through the portals, mm-hmm. and you but. They somehow incorporated the Discovery crew and also Seven of Nine. Yes. So it's a big smorgasbord of like Picard, Discovery, and the original series. Yes. Right. And I don't I'm know if you played that to, mission, uh, Dave. But, I have um, played that mission. Yeah. yeah. No, I was like, so I was like, like, why is Michael Burnham here? Why is she ruining my Star Trek Online experience? But uh, that's a whole other why, matter. Why are we nerding it up here? Yeah, let's, I know. He just, he just asked me a question. So. And then there's a Michael Burnham like <laughs> Angel. There's like a red, a red angel. angel. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't need to bring up this pain right <laughs> it is now. About the like, episode, I'd rather focus though. on this and episode. I just played it today. Yeah, no, I played it like a couple weeks ago or whatever. It's it's it not is about it's, this episode though. What a bunch of nerds! <laughs> <laughs> it's about the Guardian of Forever, which is like this time traveling machine <laughs> computer thing that uh, looks like a big stone archway. And that's the whole thing. So the episode starts with them being drawn to this planet. I guess this temporal radiation, something or other. Ripples in time. Ripples in time. time. They're 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 following the ripples, and um, and it's it's a hazardous flight. I'm led to believe things are going back and forth. Uh Oh, we're all doing it now. I, am I doing it? No, you weren't doing it. That's why you screwed up the effect. <laughs> oh, okay. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, because I'm kind of looking at you. This may be the last uh, time I'm allowed in the command center. Yeah, I was. Just, well, I was just saying was that <laughs> the uh, the ripples in time, and then it's a rough ride. The the controls are are exploding. Sulu gets injured, uh, and so the doctor risks a few drops of cortisone. It's two touchy drops. stuff. Apparently, two drops. Only two. But in the in like they get the, the ship gets shaken yeah. again a few moments later, and McCoy in, accidentally injects himself with the entire syringe of cordrazine. He just he just goes like <laughs> and he all goes out into, on there. Uh, my favorite yeah. version of McCoy, the Madman McCoy, like just uh, McCoy is the star of this episode for sure. Murderers! Murderers! Assassins! Assassins! Yeah, and he's just like I don't know how he manages to get off that bridge. Like so many times, like McCoy is uncontainable in this episode. Yeah, like they they got like security and everything on this damn ship, but yet they can't get one doctor. Come yeah. on, yeah. <laughs> and he, he, like, yeah, he's hopped up on roids or something, but still, like, <laughs> couldn't they just one guy just stun his ass and move on? Like, what's the problem here? Yeah, I, I just this episode would have been only five minutes if they contained everything. <laughs> what's that, Adam? <laughs> I just say I couldn't. I couldn't understand why they just couldn't say freeze the turbo lens, mm-hmm. stop the train. Yeah, like exactly. I agree completely or with Adam here. Like, beam him up, well, Adam. Adam, we have this. We have this saying on this podcast, which is it's called the Star Trek. What is it? 
uh, it, you know, it moves at the, the coincidence. Or it's coincidence yeah, it's or, coincidental yeah. Star Trek, and that's really what it is. Yes. There's another big one in this episode later on, you know, where McCoy just happens to show up at the exact same bloody place that the other two were. Well, they were there. drawn to on the tides of time. Oh, I'm sure they were. Yeah. The, those ripples in times, they're funny. He's all roiding up. You know, he, he does. He's not affected by the ripples of time. Yeah, like I'd say, like okay, like as a purely science fiction story, I don't know if it's this boring if this ad, like adds up. But we'll get to that. But like from a like a this is a chick story, episode for a, sure. A fantasy story, uh, it really does. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean offense to that. I'm just saying this is right. this is Women this is an episode for the ladies. Women enjoy seeing James. No, I like it. Wonderful. James. I stand by my original uh, point there, Ted. <laughs> She calls him James. What I want, I had a question, Dave. Uh, I have a question. When when McCoy escaped to the transporter room, yeah. what was that movie used to knock out that transporter guy? What I never seen him hit a guy like in the lower, like almost in his ass. It was like a chop kind of thing, eh? It was like a judo yeah. chop. Yeah. Usually, but, whack uh... him across the head or something. Nope. McCoy is just a badass. Yeah. That's all it is. You roid him up, and can he's just. Can you show us a nuts. replay of that, Dave? I can. Hold on. Do we have? Hold do up. we have that? Yeah, we got it. Just we'll take uh, a moment. I wait, just, wait. I just, I just don't please don't sue. Moves. Please don't That's sue. Everybody, check they, it. please you know, don't shot sue. that once, and they said, "Okay, we got it." Was that move ever used in another Star Trek? No. No. no? Uh, uh, I, I can't recall. The director would be like, "Hit him with his ass." Yeah, that's. Pretty much what it was. Oh, look at McCoy, eh? Yeah, they really can't see that. That makeup job is just immense. It's, it was it's so It was not a good look for him. No. And, and like, he's surprised that nobody wants to talk to him. It's like, you look like some sort of plague that's walking. Like, why would anybody talk to you? And I think that he could have used a little teeth whitening as well. Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> wouldn't hurt. There was an episode a few weeks ago. That we were watching with Scotty Cutter. and like James Doohan just had all these like smoker stains. Oh yeah, stuff, um, you're just like, apparently cigarettes are still obtainable in the 24th century or 23rd century. So here, like, I'll bring in this at uh, this this judo shop here. Uh, bring it in, bring it in. Don't sue. Bring it in, bring it in. There we go. Are uh, we full uh, screen uh, on that yet? Uh, we're we're, we're getting there. Yeah. There we go. We got we got her. We got her. You gotta you gotta hit play though. Minute or temporary. Or in what direction it will drive McCoy. Here he goes. Oh, look at him. Crazy eyes. Oh, here comes, here comes. Oh, look at his eyes. Here comes. And Drew Top! <laughs> Amazing. Judo Top! Right, and he that's when he takes the phaser yeah. that will later um Hit that like the guy, the guy who drops the milk later vaporizes himself with that phaser. But he, yes, but yes. I was like, how? Why did McCoy have a phaser uh, with him? But that's, I guess, that's where you get. Well, it. he got it from that but guy. That guy dying didn't change the past. No, no, no that's no, true. He thought yeah. they were coming. Completely insignificant. Yeah, his life. He did matter. nothing with his life, so it was okay. <laughs> yeah, there was no difference. He dropped the milk. That's that's <laughs> the, the the milk will forever be changed. Yeah, but like that 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 move the there. Is, and then, how did McCoy get... know we're transporting too? Because no one said. Just that he has to think that it could have been out in outer space. Yeah, Star no, Trek convenience. That's what planet. it is. They were already at the planet. Oh. 
Yeah, but he happened to drop like right where basically where Edith, what's her name is. Like everything that can go wrong does go wrong very quickly. Oh yeah, like it's uh, a shit show from the minute they're being drawn to this time machine. Okay, fine, but like then Sula gets hurt, but then they have to use Cordrazine, but then he injects himself with Cordrazine, but he just happens to beam down to the exact spot on the planet where the time machine is, and he just happens to jump through the time machine. You know, a a few minutes after this. Uh, just and, and, and you know, and so he, Kirk's having a bad day. By it is a bad by, day. Like, Let's be honest. First or second commercial break here. Yeah, like <laughs> he got to the second commercial and he's like, "Fuck, I'm done." Like I don't even <laughs> want to do the rest. And then he meets Joan Collins, and then he's like, "Joan Collins, I want to jump on you." And that's pretty much the summary of the entire episode. Right. right. And like the whole first part yeah. of the yeah, the whole the whole first part of this episode is just, it's just a moment trying to get McCoy, right. and then he's they they find the Guardian of Forever while they're. McCoy's hiding behind rocks and whatever, and uh, and they have like this conversation with the Guardian of Forever. Yeah, I am neither being nor you do a pretty good you do a pretty good voice for him. Guardian of Forever, you do. I am. I it's am, not bad. Since your son has whatever, I don't know the lines, but but you know the Guardian of Forever. You can do that when they do the. the because Spock asks a question. He's like, I've just waited for somebody to be asking me a question for so long. I'm, yes, I'm so excited. He was bored. But this really, like, to me, this still holds up all of this stuff. Like, um, Harlan Ellison uh, wrote this script. And I think that, like, you know, you maybe don't like the love story, but I just think that as an iconic Star Trek episode, this has to stand out. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. It's not, it's not like it's a bad episode. Like, it's not like it's garbage or anything like that fucking space hippie episode. But the, the, oh, that's brutal. Adam, you, you can agree to me on that, right? The way to Eden. You ever see that? Way to Eden, yes, I've seen Eden. That's not one of my top five. The, 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 the space oh. hippie episode is offensive. It is offensive. It's offensive. <laughs> like, I can't believe women even watch it. But like they should be like up in arms about it. It's brutal. But anyway, that's a that's another discussion for another time, mm-hmm. which happened to be a couple of <laughs> weeks ago. Um, but it's not like it's a terrible episode. Okay. It's just it's, this episode's. It's, uh, I mean, I think it's a. <clears throat> See, there's a delay on him, so every time he interrupts me, oh, I stop, this and then it's like it's kind of like a sci-fi <laughs> noir. Like it's kind of like a. Um, it's got like that. Yeah, romantic quality to it that we've been referring to, but it's—I don't know—it's like it's got a charm to it that, like they've said, it's timeless. Um, yeah, it, you know, like so, like I think that's why people revere it. I, I like it. It's a good episode. It's a good watch. It's one of the best original series yeah, episodes. I'm not. I'm not saying but, it's a terrible episode. I mean, original series not. does this a lot, where they go back in time, where they, you know, they go back. Well, to, like, this was 40s. a reuse that we didn't have a lot of money, so we're going to reuse. It really that makes thing. you think. What like, would have. What would no, have, but it really what makes what? you think what would have happened if if Hitler had gotten the A bomb first. What would have happened to the world if Hitler would have gotten well, the A bomb first? Federation, right? He was trying and, uh, to get it, but he was just a little bit behind. Yeah, you know, well, so it makes you think about that. Well, and that's 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 is all that, the Indian is fine. This I, like I, like um, kind of how the mirror universe. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There is a delay. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're massively delayed. Everybody hey, else is fine. I don't it's just you two. It's not us. It's it's you, a delay. So. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of women have said that to me too. Uh, <laughs> it's not you. It's, it's, it's me. George Sakatanza. It's not me. It's you. 
Yeah, exactly. And what I was saying is, it's not like yeah, it's, it's a terrible episode. It's it's a good episode. It's just, it's it's not it's not Star Trek to me. It, it's like it's like a love story, and then they threw some Star Trek afterwards. You know what I mean? Like it, it's to me like I, I watch I watch Star Trek to get away from this world to see new worlds, mm-hmm. uh, not to see. You know, forties or thirties, uh, right? Know, like, you know. but they, but the original series did this a lot. Oh, tons of times, tons um, of times. Yeah. You know, actually, I think it's well, one of my know. favorite episodes of those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your dad loves any episode that's all where we they had go back, back in those in days, Jody. That's all we had. Well, no, that's every, not true because it's episodes episode, before right? and after this that were more sci-fi. <laughs> but but this was actually used, or a, uh, a, a version of this was used in Next Generation. I think we're lost in space. You either got yes. you got two things on the original series. You got the forties, like back in time, like they go back in time, or it's da 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 on an alien planet somewhere. Like that's really the majority of the original series episodes. At least the first season so, for sure. Yeah. This is one of the good ones where they went back in time. Yeah, and yeah. again, I'm not I'm not shitting on the episode, guys. Don't get me wrong here. It, it's it's a good episode. It's just not it's not for me. It, it's not an episode that I enjoy. Uh, to watch, like the first ten minutes of the episode was good, and then it turned into Joan Collins. And you don't like it until McCoy shows back up. Basically, every time McCoy's on screen, it's gold. Uh, that's <laughs> really the way I feel it. You had Spock. Jody, you not a, you don't have to kill a Klingon every week. When, uh, Karen, what were you saying? Um, yeah. We had Spock in that room creating all of that stuff too, like the stuff that blew up. The stuff that blew up, you know. Trying to work on getting them back. Yes, the uh, thirty hours of work yeah. gone. Stone knives and bear claws, I believe he refers to it as. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like okay, so we're pretty much at the point in the episode where they go back in time. They're they're in the depression, right? And uh, this whole thing of like, I guess they, you know, they were probably making a lot of movies around the depression at this time. It probably wasn't that hard for them to. Oh, I'm sure the sets were just sitting there, you sitting know. There. So like, okay, we'll write this, and yeah. it works. Oh, hello. Uh, we see another person. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I wasn't invited over there for free food. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, and and okay, and just at that whole point, there's a couple cringeworthy moments in this episode. I'd oh, say. I'd there's say, plenty. Like, <laughs> the, the big one for me is when they're trying to explain it. Like they're uh, after they get back in time, they're trying to like, they steal some clothes. And then they're trying to make up an excuse to the cop. And he's like, my friend's Chinese or something. Oh, yeah, that's brutal. He got his ears caught in a rice picker. Yeah, he got his ears caught in a rice picker or something. It's like, oh. You like that when he said he got... Wow. No, I didn't like it. it was... No. <laughs> and Spock yeah. was sarcastic. Like, you don't often hear Spock be that was, like, yes, that was... to Jim. True. If he, if he, yeah, that's true. true. That's true. <laughs> I, I think it happened a lot more than we realize, but it, it didn't happen often. No, this was true. one of the yeah the, the bad ones and whatever. And, and then they're they're uh, oh yeah they get away by neck neck pinch on the cop. So they go yes. Oh yeah. your wife would be very upset with your dusty uniform. Let me get that for you. And they they get him. Yeah, that that pinch comes out at least once an episode. And then he meets. And then they 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 run off and they end up in the basement of the mission. Yes, which is where they meet Edith Keeler. Yeah, and she instantly is like, "You want a job?" Well, like you, you just found two random strangers in your goddamn basement, and the first thing you think of is, do you want a job? Like, but come on. Well, the first thing he does is 
She's got a kind yeah, heart. It makes up a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's got a kind yeah, heart. Yeah, a lot of good that does her. I would well, I think she it. really had the had a she had a fancy eye for Kirk, see? <laughs> well, and Kirk, like Kirk even later on, like later on, like McCoy comes in, he looks yeah. like absolute hell. He basically looks like a pimple gone bad. And she, he kind of like falls over on her after he tries to get a coffee from her. And then the first thing she's like is, I got a cot in the back. Why don't you go hang out there? It's like, what? Like the guy's like the walking plague. Like this makes no sense. But you, you might notice there is that he lies to her first. He makes yes. up some story and she doesn't believe him. Yes. And then after that, he never lies to her again. Yes. That's throughout true. the episode. Yeah. He, never, he even tells her about the future. He tells her about uh space and planets. I'm just I'm just glad that we got a female lead in a Star Trek episode that doesn't act like a goddamn idiot. Right. Like she's actually but like a smart intelligent well, woman. She kind of is too trusting maybe. Well, she's obviously too trusting, but it's past that like she's not a pl complete idiot. Like this is just, you know, oh, we got Jeff coming in now. Oh, he's on a separate line. Uh, I don't think we can get him on video can, though. I can just um oh. oh. I can put him on audio only. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, only another bad guy. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. Technology. So we can now hear you, Jeff, but we can't see you. Um, you know what else was great about that? When they, when Kirk and um, Spock had their meal and they sit down with their little ration, and the guy next to Kirk goes, "Oh God, she's gonna talk." I gotta yeah. Think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good actually. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's she's yeah. gonna do it again. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a good little point. I like that. They clearly have heard her message over and over again, and they're just there for the soup. But you know? it was just a message of hope. It was just a message of hope she was giving. That happens yeah. to be right. The whole thing of the Star Trek. What happens in the world? It was good. It was very good. Very good. Like her message is like you know maybe one day they'll take all that money they spend on war and they'll spend it on life yeah. right and and Spock says she she is right there she was right her philosophy was right but at the wrong time that was her, her goal yeah I wonder when the Americans are going to start doing that oh I don't know <laughs> oh. not not right now but anyway because, that's because, another because that's another story boy saved her she the American the American. Because McCoy saved her, the Americans went on a, a pacifism um, movement and did not look to get in the war, and uh, so they became very pacifist, the whole country. And that's what happened, and then the Germans got the A-bomb. Yeah. Edith Keeler must die. Edith Keeler must die. Edith Keeler must die. Edith Keeler must die because she was right at the wrong time. But somehow, you know, I, you kind of like get the sense of like, I guess she's a pretty amazing social worker, uh, person who helps people. Like, you know, we see in this episode, she helps everybody she meets. But also that she would have like have risen to like this prolific role in within six years and been an influence on FDR, I guess. Like I, I, This but, lady trusts everybody. She'd be dead in a week. Yeah. Like it, 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 I don't, I don't get this. <laughs> like you guys, how's this impossible? At that time, your milk was delivered outside your door and just left there for anyone to do anything to before you brought it in the house to drink it. As we saw, what that guy did, right? Uh, yeah, he, he took the milk before oh, he vaporized yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. the, so the I think that, that was a very trusting time. 
This was this was the 30s, right? right? Yeah, like 1930. Well, there was a ton of serial killers in the 30s, especially in the states. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I, I I'm still not going to buy that. But anyway, that's is fine. This I, know, I understand. York, like, right? yeah, it's a different. Uh, oh yeah, this is New York. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because they the bridge, they right? show the Brooklyn Bridge and yeah. uh, and all that later on. Yeah. So the question. The question is how how did Kirk how did Kirk see the stars up on the sky in New York? You can see dick in New York when you look at the sky. Well, in the so '30s, like, there wasn't as much pollution. Maybe it wasn't back then. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying, Karen? Well, I was just going to ask Jody because. Yeah, I guess so, and not as much light either. If Are you Karen, Ted? As a child. Sorry, I didn't hear you again, Karen. Sorry. Really? I was just saying that um, uh, because you're so pessimistic and bad attitude, were you were you traumatized as a child? <laughs> Not that I'm aware. <laughs> I, I I I have a different outlook in life. I guess maybe yes. <laughs> I. I I, I've trusted too many times. Maybe that's it. Yeah, this is actually a therapy session. This is actually a, this is a, what do they call that? Uh, intervention. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Dave originally just set up the podcast for an intervention for me. That's all it was. Come on, Jody. Things are good. Yeah, things are fine. Just watch Star Trek. Well, it's I good. Don't coach Jody. Well, we got to go through this. <laughs> yeah, like I, I honestly, like everything about this episode works for me, even though. It yeah, really should in some ways, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm bored with the episode. I was bored through the whole thing, but it's still I can understand why people like it. For me, I can it understand like why they movie. love the episode. This episode feels like I, uh, uh, almost. I uh, love the episode. I've, love I've the never episode. read one of those Harlequin romance you're novels, you're but I'm lunch. willing to bet that's what this is. <laughs> I'm always out to lunch, Ted. Why is it always Karen Kirk and Spock with me. together? Adam agrees with me. Dave yeah. Well, Jeff, Jeff just said, why is it always like Kirk side. and Spock together? And it's did. like, yeah, that's true. Why can't they have a Kirk and McCoy together episode? or a, That a would be Kirk great. Scotty or a Scotty and McCoy. Or, it's always yeah. Kirk and Spock. Because they knew they drew. They knew they were they were the main characters. The best actors probably on the show, too. You know, different the, time. Two but. leads of the show. Yeah, this is first season, too, right? So McCoy, yeah. McCoy's not like a member like the, uh, of the bill of like the title build. He's not even title build right now. Not, yeah, not for two more years. He's just one of those add-on characters after on at, at the end. Right, like he has yeah. a bit more prominence than like Scotty does, but like he's yeah. but he's not at that that level yet. Um, but I think if well, you count the amount of words, though, probably Scotty has more dialogue in this. Episode. That was the first time I've seen Harora. <laughs> Aurora was on the, on the crew that went down to the planet. She doesn't usually do that. I'm afraid. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Aurora went to the oh, planet. Aurora? You mean Uhura? I thought yeah. you were a fan of this show. <laughs> yeah. Stop calling her a whore. She's not a whore. Uhura, yeah. Uhura. I never get her name right. Her name is Neota. Neota. Neota is her first name. Not everyone's on her first name. Aurora. But... But she that she wasn't named that until the Kelvin timeline. So, anyway, she went to the planet and we're in a oh, red uniform. And that yeah, she's on security detail. That uniform is terrible. And she cool. was frightened. I I like it. I don't know. Um, I am not against it. Yeah. Yes, but but she was frightened. She was frightened out here. Did you notice I that? I am against season one of Next Gen, though, when That's they showed right. the guys in the in the dresses. That isn't cool. Well, they just found out their entire <laughs> existence had been erased. I would be frightened. 
Yeah, that would be that'd be terrifying. <laughs> it's bad that they give her the line to say it in that way. But, yeah, uh, but this, yeah. yeah, but can you, can you imagine that feeling? You're but then planet. Kirk and, and Spock for the whole episode, they're only gone for like a few seconds. It does nothing but interrupt. <laughs> the, the delay up there is bad. Yeah, bad. it is. Well, it is bad. Yeah. Well, so maybe you should go down with okay. Jeff. I can't. Get it would be. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's hard to get, like, even talk on that. It's hard rocket. to talk to you yeah. because yeah. you're like, you're not in sync with us. What were you going to say, Adam? Oh, I why is that? Say. <laughs> Can we just mute him? <laughs> you're, you're on timeout. Poor, okay. You're on you're timeout, Ted. What I was saying is that you're on the planet, and all of a sudden you're trying to talk to the Enterprise. They're not there. And you realize, what if we can't get this to work? We are screwed forever. Like we're gonna sit here on this planet. Yeah. Is there food? I don't know. Yeah. You reach through the portal, grab an apple, maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah. It would be very tough. Very scary. You know, just yeah. that. I, I felt scared for them at that point. You know. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Like there's uh, so there's all six people left in all of humanity, and two of them are don't even have. Um, Names. They're just red shirts, no name guys. That's true. Security guards. Like, yeah. Imagine trying to reappropriate the no race. No sign of no. a bathroom anyway. Her uh, was justified in her in her fright, her, her yeah. fear. Yeah. Uh she's gotta live on this planet now with these five guys. No, she uh she's got no bathrooms, uh yeah. no food. Uh oh yeah, and the Federation's gone. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and but, everybody but. you ever known. You, you could choose something interesting through history. They have to repopulate. I don't know what she was frightened was she has to repopulate the planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. We, we don't know the history of those red shirt guys. Like, but but the orders that Kirk leaves is that if you, if we fail, then all of you are going to have to try to do it. Go back and yeah. So because yeah. I was like, why don't they send the whole group back? Ever noticed Kirk always does that though. Kirk's like, if I fail, you guys are going to have to figure out your own shit. But I'm definitely not going to fail. Yeah, but I'm not going to fail. Like, that's usually what he says. It's like, oh, okay. I, I don't know if that's supposed to be enlightening or not, but all right. I don't know. If I was if I was his crewmates, I'd be like, fuck Kirk. Like, <laughs> the guy takes off all the time. He says, he says he's going to fix shit. Sometimes he screws it up more. Yeah. Like I said, he had a bad day. Yeah. Um, He's having a really bad day, though. Like, like in the grand scheme of things, that's a pretty shitty day he's having. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to fall in love with Joan Collins. Yeah. No. Have we forgotten that's Joan Collins from Dynasty? Who wants that bitch? Yeah. Let's be honest. I have a question about Joan Collins, <laughs> and more specifically, yeah, Joan Collins' sure. performance in this episode. It was good. Is that a British accent? No, British. that's her normal accent, I think. She is British. But is her character British? No. No. But Joan Collins has never British. changed her voice. Yeah. Edith Keeler is British? No. I don't think so. I, I don't think we got that deep into it yeah, in a 15-minute well, episode. I'm listening to this, descent, but I think she was an American. I'm listening to her accent, and I'm going, is that British or American? I can't tell. That's Joan Collins. That's what that is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, she's trying to do an American accent and failing. That's the, the oh, is that what she's trying to do? Like yeah. kind of succeeding, but uh, okay. not quite. Uh, yeah, she, yeah. She she still has that breathy British way of speaking. Yeah. Um, where yeah, she just can't do it. Go ahead, Adam. So so this episode coming back to next generation, 
there's that, and I never saw the link before, and it just came to me again. Is you know that that gate or the portal? The um, I remember the episode so well. They went. You can Are see. Are you talking the one where they go back and they meet? Um, they meet what's his name? Uh, the inventor. Um, Mark, remember? Mark Twain. That's it. Yeah. No, no, not. Are that you talking game. about that one? No, that was another gate. Oh, which episode are you talking about then? Uh, just give me a minute. I'm going to find it. Because it was almost the same. It, it reminded me so much of that episode. Because there was like flashing, flashing places. And one of the one of the locations was Trump. Oh, State. I know what you're talking about. Which you're talking about the episode. It's called, I think it's the Neutral Zone, where they discover the Iconian Gateway. Um, yeah, that's it. The Iconian, that's it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember that episode. Uh, it's it's like season one. Uh, it's the one. It's like remember how uh, there's a door and it keeps flashing Ooh, to all these different places. Cody. One of them is Toronto. Oh, Hall. that's right. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah, you're like you can go to all these planets, even Toronto City Hall. Yeah, even Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's the same principle here. But aside from yeah. the, the the great voice that you just did there. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, it's yeah. Except this, that didn't go through time. That was, that would just let you go anywhere. Was that who did that voice, Dave? Yeah, it was James Doohan yeah. who does that. But James James Doohan, one of the great voice actors of his generation, and not Scottish. A lot of people think James Doohan is actually Scottish, but he's not. He is not. He's Canadian uh, yeah. of Irish descent. But no, he's from uh, BC. BC, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. from British Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he fought in uh, Juno Beach. Yeah, By the way, Adam, we're going to give you extra credit for your shirt. In that episode? I just <laughs> noticed it. One on purpose. Of course. Yeah. That's, a, that's an awesome shirt. I got to get one. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah, but this is prettier. <laughs> Karen, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just merely stating that he's coming a theme. <laughs> no, I, I I like that shirt. It's a nice one. But you you also look very nice. I believe that. Karen, you're more than welcome to wear a Starfleet outfit if you want. Bride's dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite. It's not quite Romulan. I would say. No. You know, no. We'll have to, we'll have I to think that's that. a Romulan uh, bride's uh, bride's uh, dress. <laughs> square shoulders. I, I think your ass is doing a lot of talking. Yeah, you need those big pointy shoulders to be a Romulan. Uh, yeah, so, um, okay, so we kind of talked, when McCoy does show back up, though, because we kind of yes. talked a lot about the Kirk yes. and Edith Keeler stuff. But when, Yeah, every so often the episode gets good again, when he and that's up, when and McCoy Eddie, shows up. We talked about the, the guy who, tried, who was <laughs> taking the milk, and he vaporized himself, but uh, eventually McCoy sort of recovers. He really took that milk hard, eh? Like, you're not really supposed to cry over spilt milk. Yeah. And he phased himself. Like he, he killed himself. Like it's bad. I just like he's like, Stop, I won't kill you. That must have been some delicious. They're milk. the ones who kill oh, yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just got he's got all those spots over his face. Yeah, he's got it looks like somebody just literally like put like a colander in front of his face and then threw makeup at him. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's literally what it looks like. It's, you know what he looked, it looks Honestly, like whoever did the makeup in this damn episode should be fired. It is brutal. They they looked like they used extra Miri Miri uh, makeup. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Cool. It's, well, all the makeup back on the original series was they're like make them look bruised, weird in some ways, kind like of greasy. <laughs> uh, but 
Yeah, yeah, it's just something out there. But and then there's that whole moment later on. I guess it's the next morning where he wants the coffee and Edith Keeler. He's like, "Oh man, that coffee smells good." That was they, the convenience factor when he literally just, walks into the same place. They just miss Spock. Here just I know. Well, just and then Spock. Yeah, Spock shows up like right after she's like, "Hey, go hang out in my cot in the back there." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you see Spock and he's pouring coffee. It's like, yeah. Right. So it's kind of you know, that, that's like, cool. yeah. why is Spock pouring coffee? Yeah, She'd be building that fucking machine thing that he's that's building. That's how he earns. That's how he earns money to pay for his machine. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know what that machine. Somehow that machine is a computer. Yeah, you had to get money. To pay. Well, you got to. If you're making a computer in the 30s, it's going to look like that. I it's, guess. Yeah. It's but I don't know how of, that's going to help you run your your tricorder. But I, I'm not certain either. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but yeah, he's Spock. He can do anything. He's, you know, he's got he is Spock. He figured and, it out. Yeah. Although, did you see? Did you see when they? Yeah, you tell at me the edge of, the, of the, where you jump. What is wrong with you? Ted, you really need to turn off all those porn downloads you're doing on your network. Um, it's really affecting your streaming quality. Uh, it's not the network. It's it's his computer. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear what you're saying. It's I like can't, I can't understand you. You're it's only ever. And I know he's got something to say. <laughs> Just can't hear him. Now he's like a freeze frame. I don't even know what's going on. Okay, I'm gonna take him. <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, it's like it's like Ted Mater roulette. Bring in Jeff for now. There's hey, Jeff. Jeff. How's it going? Here's Jeff. <laughs> We've moved to the younger generation. Yeah, next generation. All right, let's go. <laughs> You've made her the next generation. <laughs> um, I got some fun facts. If you guys want some fun facts. Oh, hey, fun facts with Jeff. Facts. See, you, you missed this, Karen. This is something we normally do when Jeff's on. But Jeff was too uh, too busy to be on with us last uh, episode. So Okay. So this was the most expensive episode of the original series to be made, except for the pilots, which the pilots don't really count. Um, so it's it probably made, Joan Collins' salary. Yeah, it costed $245,000 at the time. Wow. It, it, it at the time, so I'm, I'm guessing that was wow. quite a bit at the time, but it's probably like a million dollars at the time. Yeah, it's a couple of million nowadays. Yeah, the amount of people that say that this is their favorite episode is is high. It's uh, William Shatner said, Gene Roddenberry's son said it was his favorite episode. Well, it's going to be Shatner's favorite for sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like come on, <laughs> like, you're not wrong. Um, it's either Green Women or Joan Collins. Like, come on. Um. Okay. So. Uh, there's a bunch of things about this episode that are pretty interesting, actually. Uh, it's uh, well, one is first appearance of Spock's body hair. I mean, that's, that's true. That's that's a landmark on television, right there. That that that, that they they bring that back. That reprise. That brother needed a weed whacker for Christ's sakes. It was bad. <laughs> Um, okay, so to uh, emphasize on the extremely high age of the Guardian in the upper millions or went into the billions, the Sarfield of its planet is surrounded by red doors and red giants. So that kind of starts the episode. Um, I did not notice this. When William Shatner and Joan Collins are walking together on the street, they pass in front of a shop with the name Floyd Barber Shop, clearly painted on the window. This is the same Floyd Floyd's Barber Shop, which is often seen on the Andy Griffith show. So I guess they shot ah. this where they shot the Andy Griffith show. No, am I now Ted? We got, we got we got Ted now, <laughs> but now he's Jeff. All right, we're back to Jeff now. Um, okay, you're so, only uh, on audio, Ted. Uh, uh, Roddenberry, 
Roddenberry apparently denied Harlan Ellison's uh, pseudonym request because he knew everyone in the science fiction community was aware that the Cord Wainerbird credit was Ellison's way of signaling his dissatisfaction with the way production people uh, were treated uh, the way he wrote it. Uh, it would have meant that Star Trek was no different than all the other science fiction shows in mistreating quality writers and could have resulted in prose science fiction writers avoiding contributing to the program. So I guess there was a thing back then where science fiction writers were kind of looked down upon in the 60s. Um, and Harlan Ellison kind of wanted to change that, and Gene Roddenberry kind of shut him down. <laughs> well, the one thing I've learned about all the Star Trek that I've been uh, partaking in recently is Gene Roddenberry's a dick. Like that, like yeah, he was a good creator, but he was a dick. He was kind of a dick, yeah. And he was yeah, an especially in production that. values, yeah. Yeah, uh, the 15th anniversary uh, Star Trek convention in August 2016, so only four years ago, the fans voted this the best episode of all of Star Trek. No, all Star wrong. Trek. All of they're Star wrong. Trek. It got it got voted the best episode. Uh, I agree with you, Jody. They're wrong. Cause and effect, much better episode. Uh, or or uh, in the pale moonlight, I think is the best episode. But also are most episode. of the fans, are the majority of fans, women or men? Who are they? Uh, probably men, but I mean, <laughs> wow, she just got shut down hard on that one, eh? Karen's like, I got a point here. Oh, it's probably equaled out a lot more recently because uh, I mean, a lot of people are, are are very attracted to like the Kirk and the Picard, like a lot of women are. So, yeah, um, the original series is definitely way more geared though toward men because every episode has like a sexy female for the most part. Yeah, so. This episode has one, Joe Collins, but um, yeah. Uh, Sorry, but, 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 I, so I'm trying to figure out how to. There we go. Oh, okay, we're back. Wow, now. I couldn't kind figure of. out how to get us back in screen. We don't have Dave anymore, but that's okay. fine. You don't need me. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so uh, yeah, Kneeboy characterized the episode as a high watermark, calling it good tragedy. We, we lost you, Adam. It's okay. Oh, it's right. not yeah, you're right. <laughs> um. Yeah, like the. Did we have the wrong logo? It was just covering his face. Oh, okay. Spock refers to the technology of the time as stone knives and bearskins. The same phrase would later be used by Captain Janeway in uh, an episode of Voyager called Future's End. So they, a lot, they, they, they pulled from a lot of different things from this episode. It's obviously highly revered. Yes, uh, it is. TV Guide ranked this episode number eighty in their top one hundred episodes of all time. So I mean, like the, the this is this episode really got a lot of praise. Oh um, yeah. Whether or not it's deserved, I mean, Jody doesn't think so, but I mean, a lot, a lot of okay. Other just to clarify, oh, I, like I don't it. think it's a terrible episode. I just I was bored. All right, <laughs> I was bored watching this episode. The only time I wasn't bored was when I got to see McCoy running around yelling out crazy shit but uh <laughs> it's it's not a terrible speaking of mccoy edith keeler tells mccoy his blue uniform hardly looks like it's from the united states navy which is ironic because DeForest kelly filmed naval training videos in real life yes he did yeah. did he wear a star trek uniform i actually saw them on youtube but i bet you wore blue <laughs> uh the first star trek episode to be released in photo novel format uh, they used old uh, Paramount um, like uh, special effects to do the the time portal. So I guess they saved money too. Like as much as this episode costed all the money, they were definitely reusing sets and things as well. So I mean, wait, I think you're right. Joan Collins' the point. Port, a portal is, let's, let's be honest though. That portal looked really cool for the time. Mm -hmm. 
Like that was that was top notch. Like, like even funny. even now, it looks pretty decent. Like it's oh, yeah. it's clearly not as good as we could do now, but it's you know it looks fantastic for its time. Right. Uh, so just uh, one other thing, uh, because the, the character's name of Edith Keeler, uh, the Alan Asherman suggests that it is derived from the keel of a ship. So that's kind of where they took that from the long, the longitude element of a vessel that keeps it together. So that's kind of why they her name is Keely. Well, that's kind of neat. Uh, there's like little things like that that Jeez. that really go to show like what they did with this episode and like how they 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 brought it back to uh, the the actual Star Trek. Because like Jody's right, this is not a very Star Trek episode. No, other than the beginning and the end, but it's hilarious every time McCoy is on for me. Um, no, it's gold. They, it's gold. A, that, that scene with him and the milkman is gold. I mean, they're, they're, they're rubbing. <laughs> each other. In my I love yeah. how they're just like rubbing each other. Like who? Like who was the director that day? Like like what was going on <laughs> in that scene? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Gina um, cool. Something about Shatner and and. Um, Joan Collins have this chemistry together. It's undeniable. But yeah, there definitely was a chemistry there for sure. Yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you feel about that, Karen? I he really liked it. I really loved her. They they only had like fifty minutes to get them in love, right? Like it's only mm -hmm. a short episode, so they have to go from stranger developing a relationship that we believe that that. Uh, Jim likes her, that Jim is in love with her. So I think they did a really good job of that while they're standing outside the door and he's walking her home that night. And the kiss and, on the stairs. And the kiss on the stairs. And did you hear when he told Spock, he said, he says Edith Keeler must die. And he says, but I'm in love with Karen Rondo. Did you hear that? <laughs> um, no, I heard it. You know what? I was... Honestly, Karen, I was watching. I was watching the Netflix one, and I know that they've done some improvements to it. Um, maybe they cut that out. I don't know, um, but you know, I, I believe it. I'm sure that was the original script. You know, you say it this was yeah, a Star Wars, Star Trek episode. It wasn't traditional, but it was pretty early on too. And maybe they were just trying to find their way and thought, "Oh God, we're not doing that again." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I'm not crucifying the episode. It is, it is still, in my opinion, out of the three seasons, it's still one of the better episodes. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it, it's just, it's. There's not enough action in it for me. Um, I like my Star Trek with some action, um, you know, and we we got some, but we uh, there was a lot of downtime. I guess is a good way to say this episode. There was a lot of very slow moving uh, plot elements and a little too much love going on, but. Uh, you know, I always my 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 Kirk, my Kirk is the horror Kirk, the the one that just kind of shows up, does some shit, and leaves. Like that's 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 the Kirk I like, uh, not the one who like he starts caring about shit. You know, it's like that's not the Kirk I'm down with. The cowboy Kirk. I like cowboy Kirk. I don't like nice nice guy Kirk. But he's a Starfleet officer. Yeah, that's fine. Do you guys find it strange the way they shot Joan Collins in this episode, yeah. like the way they lit her? It was very, it was very soap opery. Is she, but only her. She's her, the lighting is shot from above on her. Yeah, and then yeah, have, if you look at the other characters, they're not shot, they're not lit that way. And yeah, I, I, every woman in that show, yeah, they do do that with a lot. And of the, the women, music, yeah. every time she was on camera, the was music would be. Contract. Oh, 
the the score the score in this episode whenever she's on screen is brutal. It's like the strings come in. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. It's like listening to like a sixth grade choir. It's like you know what it 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 just didn't fit. It's like it's opinion. like it's like, oh, oh yeah. Like, Are you in love yet? Yeah, it's you like yeah, you should be in love. You should be in love. That's basically what this music was doing. It's like it's like ding ding ding. You're in love now. You know, it's like I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I rather listen to my daughter try to play clarinet. She was probably from Peyton Place. She probably did Peyton. Yes. Okay, guys. Um, sorry, I know I'm not on. She screen, probably so did Peyton Place so, in the afternoon uh, uh, that year, and then I'm she bumping did Jeff temporarily here, and I'm bringing myself back. <laughs> Wrong there choice. Jeff's gone. <laughs> Jeff's gone now. You've been voted off the island. Yeah. Um, I think. We've said a lot about this episode. Yes. Um, I think that the only thing, like, I think the whole moral dilemma that Kirk is poised with. Which is cool. Which is cool, and you feel for it him. It's cool you know to that see. He has to do it. That's his yeah. whole mission. Yeah. But it's still hard for him, and he still has this connection, and there's still loss and pain yeah. Yeah. Uh, that comes from it. So I, you know. But then she's never mentioned again, ever. No, but none of them are. No. no. I would have liked to see some follow up, like Kirk doing a little bit of grieving in the next episode. That would have been kind of cool. But, yeah. No, but like you he said, didn't really do that then. He goes and he does some shit. He moves on. Yeah. And then he goes <laughs> and finds finds a green girl somewhere and moves on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> anybody but... surprised they didn't Women. All right. Say yeah. that again, Adam. I didn't hear it. I, was anybody surprised that they left? They just left the, the portal there. You know, to your point earlier about ready for Klingons to take over. I mean, it could, they just left it. That was very on Star Trek like. Well, yeah, because the Guardian out. says to him at the end, many po- many journeys are possible. Yes. Like, Whatever. You, <laughs> I was having a bad day already, and then I, I fell in love with this woman, and, she, and I had to let her die. But, but, Adam, let's be honest here. If you watch pretty much almost any of the episodes in season one, it's a shit show. Like these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. They never have. I, I, the second and, season is definitely stronger. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the second season they kind of get into the whole. Well, maybe we shouldn't let this stuff get into the enemy hands and stuff like that. Where it was, it's always Fair like enough. really stupid endings. I, I don't know. Well, season one's always been stories. kind of brutal. They're meant to just be. It's meant to be like a you know a non serialized. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Sci fi adventure. So yeah. it's. Yeah. Okay, now this is the part of the show where we give a rating out of 10. And I'm going to get that up here on screen so we can all have a look at that. All right. So, yeah. uh, take me is it up? I don't see it. It's coming. Come on. Come on. Get in the all game, right. Mater. There we go. No, it's coming. Oh, wow. At least he made it's it better finally. I can actually read it. All right. So, out of, so uh, on uh, the Internet Movie Database, this is one of the websites we use to confirm sort of. I guess how the audience feels about these uh, episodes. This has a nine point three. As, as Jeff mentioned, this is a very beloved episode of just television in general. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't have to affect our uh, opinions. Uh, Adam, I will uh, create here a column for you, so you can uh, you can also vote. Um, but we'll have to get your other ratings later. Okay. Uh, and Adam. Okay, Adam, do you want to give this one your rating first for this one? Uh, I have to say, after listening to Jody, I'm going to pull down a little bit. I'm coming down to, uh, I'm coming down to eight. 
Going to I, I like it when people agree with me, Adam. I'm just letting you know now. And Karen, <laughs> do you have a, yeah. a, a score? Yes, I do. I have a 9.8 score. And also, I'd like to say very quickly that on Netflix, Netflix rated this Sex and Fear. Yes, I did notice that, actually. I was surprised. When I started playing it, I'm like, this is rated yeah. so-and-so, and it says for Sex and Fear. I'm like, I didn't get either one of those. Yeah. Fear, maybe, from... <laughs> but, uh, Ohura, Ohura did. Yeah, she was... She frightened. had some fear. She was frightened. Yeah. Uh, Dad, you got a score? Eventually. Oh, we'll go through the wire, the internet wire. Who? Cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ted. Are you looking for me? Ted. Yeah, you. 9.82. What? <laughs> I think he's... Same as Karen. 9.82. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it a nine. It's a good nine uh, for me. <laughs> Jody? Uh, I'm going to go with Adam here. I was thinking eight to begin with, so I'm going to I'm gonna go with eight as well. Eight. I'm, I'm going to give it a nine as well. Um, just, just because of that whole uh, rice picker thing. So... Um, oh, it would have been a ten if it didn't have the rice picker, or or it would have been an eight, and then you liked that comment. No, I didn't like it. See, now we're getting controversial. Yeah, I know. Maybe I should take more points off for it. Uh, okay, that gives it a rating of eight point nine. Uh, so, as far as this podcast goes, this has easily been the best episode we've watched so far. Uh, but keep in mind, we've watched Mud's Women, uh, and we've watched The Way to Eden. Yeah, we haven't watched all the episodes; <laughs> only these ones you see on screen. Yes. Um, and so, Dad, what's the episode we're going to watch next yeah well the next episode is going to be the introduction of the klingons to star trek the first klingon episode ah. and it will be the errand of mercy ah the errand of mercy okay you should, you should probably put people back on because right now we're just all watching the very first this. time a klingon was there we go yeah. Um, what one would you like to see, Adam? I think we should let Adam queue up the one after. Sure. If Adam wants to return. Oh, I've got one. Please okay. tell me. Play Please tell me. Children. Ah! I know this one. All right. That'll be interesting. What's what? Plato's what Plato stepchildren. I don't even know that one. No, you know that one. Trust me. Yeah, look it oh, up. Yeah. You'll know it in a heartbeat. All right, I'll take that into consideration. Okay, well, um, if that... Does anyone else want to say anything else about the episode, then? Uh, yeah, just one quick about uh, Adam's point about the portal and them not closing it. If you want to go watch a follow-up to the, the portal, Adam, you can watch uh, an episode of the animated series called The Yesteryear, where they deal with this portal again. So they maybe they'll answer your, Yeah, on Netflix. So maybe they'll answer your question. I All didn't right. know that. I, I, that's the only... I haven't watched actually. Yeah, I've never watched it either. <laughs> You're not missing much. It's got I've I've uh, the, they got the one really good episode that I've seen. But uh, well, the uh, the new movie is borrowed from that. Uh, couple of, yeah. A couple things. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Um, thank you so much for everybody for being on. I know I couldn't thank fit you. you all on screen at once, but we appreciate the enthusiasm, the love for the original series. We're going to be back next week to talk about uh, which one was it. Uh, <laughs> 
I forget already. Uh, You're the best host ever. Uh, the host that loves the most. Errand of Mercy. Errand of, of Mercy. Klingons. We're going to the Klingons, which is First great. appearance of the Klingons. First the appearance Errand of Mercy. Errand of Mercy. Errand Klingons, of which happened to be. Look, there's more. I did, for, I did for uh, Jody. He likes the Klingons. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but all right. Yeah, don't you say Jody it? loves anything. Yeah, don't, never say I love anything. Like, I love my wife, I love my kids, that's about it. <laughs> well, I love my dog, too. Uh, I, I love Dave Mater. I love Jeff Mater. Oh, I'm okay with Ted Mater. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just being facetious. Sorry, guys. I, yeah, just, just gonna keep, I, was, I, I just wanted to plug our next episode of uh, Star Trek Radio Theater. Oh, here we go. Uh, where is it? Do you, do you have the poster? I do have it here. And we, we have to get Karen Rondeau on an episode of oh, Star Trek Radio amazing. Theater, but she has to that'd do Wartana Troy. Yes, <laughs> for sure. That's a good idea. I wholeheartedly agree with this. <laughs> Can you uh, handle that, Karen? Is that the one where you become voices? You yeah. yeah, we read the script. So if you can see that uh, there, um, this is our next episode of Star Trek Radio Theater, which will be coming to you live here on Live Long and Podcast on Saturday morning. We are recreating an episode of um, Deep Space Nine, which is a homage to an original series episode, The Trouble with Tribbles. This is the crossover this episode. This is the crossover episode where the Deep Space Nine crew <laughs> goes back in time and meets Kirk and the gang. Uh, and they actually have the the clips from the original show yeah. in it, you know, and they interact with them. It's actually ass. it's like, actually a really great episode. Yeah, how they did for it for 1996. It was really stunning, and for for what they did it for. So check that out there. You can see everybody, uh, myself, Jeff, and Jody are all part of that production, along with Ashley and Jane. I even have an and credit. You have yeah, you're and. I'm, I'm the and credit. Playing Chekhov, Montgomery Scott, and Cyrano Jones. Yes, Captain. Yeah, so that's Ooh, so check and, that out on Saturday. It should say and and a special guest star. Well, I wanted that, but it never happened. Yeah, well, I, I feel that every time I'm on anything, it should be I should be a special guest star. <laughs> guest star. Yeah. But uh, they they kibosh that. Apparently, something about ego, blah blah yes. blah. You never listen, blah blah blah. <laughs> we got a cat. A cat has joined the headquarters. Yes, and okay, and I, I know we're all uh, wrapping up here on the hour, so let's uh, <laughs> say good night. But uh, yeah, check us out next week Tuesday. We do D Space Nine rewatches Thursday's original series. We done we've done all the movies. We finished the movies, so go check out those out. Thank God. And uh, trivial debates is our other channel. So, all right, uh, plug 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 plug. plug, plug. No, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right, all right. Dave, can, Dave, can can you send can you send me the link for YouTube uh, for tonight's episode? Yeah, Dave. Sure. Can you send me the yeah, link I, for the YouTube for tonight's episode? Because we're uh, still alive, Ted. Because um, Tracy wants to watch it. <laughs> this one? Okay, sure, no problem. Uh, she's golfing. Anyway, that's why she couldn't. <laughs> thank you, Karen and Adam, for being on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you having you. Right. And Ted as well, I guess. Yes, thank you, guys. And Jeff, <laughs> thank you for the, thank you for uh, the assist on the fun facts and everything. Yeah, else. no yes. problem. No problem. Oh, yeah. Always good with fun facts with Dave with uh, Jeff. You should be really happy with me, Jody. I gave you the Klingons next week. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> Jody. I'm just letting you know if you happen to see a really fat guy jump your fence tonight, it's because I'm going in your pool. So don't call the cops. 
I might, I might, if I, if I knew where you were, uh, Karen and Adam, I might consider yours actually. Yours looks pretty good too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in the hot absolutely. studio right now. Well, you could do that one. We should have a pool episode. Can we do I that? Think this is a pool party episode. <laughs> can we, can we do that? Episode. I think yeah. this thing. Well, uh, no. What I'm saying is, we just broadcast from the pool. From the pool. Okay. Yeah. We should be able to podcast from the pool. Like, yeah, I, I can just float in the pool and talk. Yes. Anyway. All right. I'm. Cl- I'm. 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 Uh, we're coming up on exactly an hour. So good night, everybody, and we'll see you next week for an errand of mercy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, thank you.